Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 7 of Secrets of Shadowloo. This is the end of our opening fiction about uh, Derek Savage and Pantera and her leopard shade confronting the forces of Shadowloo in a bar that they randomly walked into. Yesterday, we saw a fight break out with four identical sunglasses trench coat guys working for Shadowloo. Uh, knives were thrown, throats were punched, at least one skeleton burst into flames, and most importantly, Derek Savage, the gutter brat from Brooklyn, but don't say it to his face, grew mysteriously angry and began to lose control of his honor and, and fight dishonorably like he did in the bad old days on the streets. And then Chun-Li and Dalsim came, and Dalsim punched him, but in a peaceful way, and then Chun-Li knelt next to him and put her fingers on his temples, which helped for some reason. So now we arrive at the aftermath. Pantera asks Chun-Li how Derek is doing, and she says, quote, It was the poison haze, Chun-Li affirmed. He isn't too far gone. He'll recover. What's poison haze? Pantera shot back. Dalsim calls it dark chi, replied the world warrior. The revenants can corrupt a fighter's chi, turning it into a force of anger instead of harmony. And then the leopard licks Derek's forehead. Good contribution, Shade. Earning your word count. Sirens get louder. Chun-Li says, we gotta cheese it. We're all street fighters. Let's get out of here. But Derek wants answers. Like us, he was on a quest for knowledge. Quote, what happened to me? Derek asked as Pantera bundled him across her shoulders and followed the world warriors through the shattered door. Have you ever heard of Shadaloo? asked Chun-Li. The young fighters shook their heads. They're corruptors, she continued, her voice hard. Spoilers, criminals, terrorists, murderers, and worse. I don't know exactly what spoilers means. I guess she means like uh, polluters, like in the Captain Planet sense, they're spoilers. Although I'd love it if they were just like those people who drove by bookstores on the day when the last Harry Potter book came out with megaphones and just yelled out, the author turns out to be a transphobe, and everybody's like, boo, huge spoiler. Anyway, Chun-Li explains that the hurtful sunglasses trench coat guys that they just fought are called Revenants, and they are servants of M. Bison, who corrupted Derek's chi. And Derek is like, how did they do that? To which Dawson replies by blaming the victim, quote, you allowed them to poison your chi with your own bitterness, said Dawson calmly. The Revenants brought your inner anger to the surface, then fed it with their own psychic toxins. Something about Dalsim just does not seem trustworthy here. I feel like he's about to try to sell me a magnetic bracelet of some kind. Anyway, Derek has questions about this plot of this tiny story. Quote, Why'd they start with me? You are well known for your anger as well as your skill, Derek Savage, said Chun-Li. Perhaps they plan to corrupt you before the tournament tomorrow, or perhaps they wanted to goad you into hurting or killing someone important to you. Savage and Pantera glanced at each other. Bison gathers power from the warriors he corrupts, and he takes them in to work for Shadaloo. So then Derek's like, bison you say i want to fight that guy and then chun Li's like hey join the club we meet every tuesday get it and derek's like yeah let's do this and then dalsim jumps in quote dalsim regarded derek evenly you must control your rage warrior it endangers each of us when it is untrained derek said nothing i can help if you wish the master offered i do sounds like a marriage pantera cracked perhaps it is said chun Li. in a final line to this story that seems meaningful but what are we talking about? <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean, Chun-Li? Perhaps it is a marriage. Hmm, yes. And why not? Dalsim is a good provider, a cool dude. And he can fuck you with his yoga dick from all the way across the room. 
big stretchy sex machine is Dalsim. But that doesn't matter right now. What matters is we've learned a little extra something about the poison haze on this page. This seems to be an important tool of Shadaloo because we've just read Bison uses the poison haze to corrupt people and he gains power that way. We know a couple things about this. Uh, if you have any inner rage, then that makes you vulnerable to the poison haze. Masters of martial arts like Dalsim, you know, extremely like transcendently enlightened people. So wise they can teleport. If they teach you, then maybe you can learn to resist the poison haze. Unfortunately, there apparently are tons of people, like enough to staff every bar in the neighborhood with five of them all day. Tons of revenants who know poison haze. And you get hit with it. It's real rough stuff. We saw what it did to Derek. It turned his imaginary mentor against him. Stoner was telling him his dreams were over. That's fucked up. And physically the effect. Derek fought dirty for the first time in a long time. And it says his t-shirt was plastered to him with sweat. And I believe it because if you look at the illustration on this page, and I'm going to put this on Instagram, it depicts Derek punching presumably one of those revenants in the throat. We don't see the revenant as a trench coat guy. We just see a skeleton bursting into blue flame. No trench coat to be seen. No, not even the tatters of clothing, just a skeleton screaming with a pair of sunglasses flying off. Number one, the story says that Derek noticed the skeleton burning after that sucker punch from Dalsim, which means Derek, as illustrated in this picture, didn't even notice that motherfucker burst into flame after that throat punch. That's how in his head Derek was. And Derek is wearing a substantial red bandana. It's a big part of his street tough look. And you can see the sweat on Derek's face. You can see sweat. Bit just like two big fat drops of sweat on Derek's brow, right at the line of that bandana. In addition to more drops of sweat, you know, down his cheek, on his face, he's really sweating. But the fact that it's right at the line of the bandana like that, to me, this illustrates that Derek has sweat through his bandana, because otherwise it would be wicking that shit up. This is intense. I mean, like there's adrenaline and then there's sweat through a bandana adrenaline. So what do we know about poison haze? Intense physiological effects. Targets any kind of inner anger or angst that you have. You totally lose control of yourself. And if you start to lose control, you're going to fall into the sway of Shadaloo. You can maybe protect yourself by training with a renowned master guru. What do all those details add up to? You're fucked. Like, sorry, there's only one Dalsim, except for the exact middle of his teleport maneuver, during which time there is no Dalsim. If you've got any anger in your heart and you don't work under a world-renowned guru, you don't want to be dealing with the poison haze. If you absolutely have to deal with one of these revenants, you want to take them out right away or preferably avoid them. So I can't help you very much on resisting the poison haze. What I can tell you, though, is how to know when you're getting involved in this Shadaloo shit. Just like Derek and Pantera, they didn't even know about Shadaloo when this started. If they had known they were walking into a Shadaloo trap, they could have ducked out. Here's the secret of Shadaloo that we discovered on this page from the illustration, actually, not from the text. Shadaloo's standard issue sunglasses are not consumed by this fire that incinerates revenants when they lose all their health points. Like normally, this game is Street Fighter, not D&D, right? You don't really like slit people's throats and slash people's bellies open. You fist fight them until they fall unconscious because they're out of health, right? Like a round of Street Fighter. However, revenants are different. We're going to read about them later. But suffice to say, once you beat them up, they burst into blue flames. And as we see from this illustration, despite the fact that they are heavily endowed with trench coats, these revenants, in this picture, there's not a trace of a trench coat. That whole trench coat was instantly incinerated, I guess as soon as this throat punch landed. But we do see the sunglasses flying off the skeleton. They're fine. The sunglasses survived. What this means, and I'm shocked I've never used this image in a Vampire the Masquerade game, where it would so often have come up. But what this means is, after a big fight with Revenants, what you may end up with are not like conventional-looking 
human remains. You may end up with just a pile of bones and sunglasses. Just bones and sunglasses. This is useful information for street fighters. Number one, if you run into a situation with bones and sunglasses, you know this is no regular murder mystery. This is no run-of-the-mill incineration. This is a revenant fight. You need to get away or you're going to get your chi fucked up by the poison haze. Number two, keep in mind this game was published before the widespread advent of cell phones. There are going to be communications issues with Shadowloo. They have contacts everywhere, but that doesn't mean they have instant access to information all the time. That's why when they're gunning for you, rather than having somebody keep an eye out and have a cell phone in their pocket, they just blanket the city with sunglasses, trench coat guys, stirring up shit in random buildings, hoping you'll be there. This means that if you have to fight some revenants, and I pray that you don't, but if you do, once you're out of that fight, whether you came out with your honor intact or whether you were starting to be corrupted by the poison haze, the last thing you want is Shadowloo doing a follow-up call with you to try to bend you to Bison's will. Fortunately for you, if you're smart, even if you don't have the help of a couple of world warriors like uh, Lucky Duck, Derek Savage here, you can get out of this. Killing revenants is very easy to cover up. They turn into clean white bones, bury them anywhere, carry them around in a backpack. Who cares? Doesn't matter. They don't stink. They're clean, pure white bones. Throw them in the ocean, put them in the back of somebody's pickup truck. It doesn't, doesn't matter. You're not going to get busted. They can't really be identified. There's not going to be any evidence of, of, of how they died. And there's going to be no evidence at the scene because they kind of like go up and smoke, like all the organic parts of them other than the bones vanish. So if you kill a bunch of revenants at the bar, you know what? Scoop up those bones, put them in a hefty bag, take them wherever. You can really get away from Shadowloo on this, but you have to remember to gather up the sunglasses. They are a dead giveaway. And as you see in the illustration, this blue fire that consumes the body appears to have some concussive power because these sunglasses are not falling off. These sunglasses are flying off. After this fight in the bar that we've just read about, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to find dark sunglasses over behind the bar, up on bottles, hanging off the ceiling fan. They just pop off these revenants when they explode. Fortunately, we do know that the trench coat, the sunglasses, that's a uniform. Every Shadowloo Revenant is issued one pair of sunglasses. So every time you fight revenants, remember how many revenants you fought, find that number of sunglasses in the room, scoop them up, put them in a hefty bag with all the gleaming white bones, bury them in the woods or drop them in the ocean or whatever. Shadowloo will be none the wiser. The cops won't be able to pin anything on you. And if you're lucky, Bison is going to think that his band of revenants mouthed off to the wrong person at the wrong convenience store in the bad part of town. And they got their asses skeletonized by a disgruntled customer waiting in line to buy smokes. Shadowloo will have no idea. But you leave a crime scene full of bones and sunglasses and nothing else. Everything's going to be very easy to reconstruct. And Shadowloo is going to be chasing you down. At that point, your options are death, corruption, or find yourself a yoga sugar daddy to protect you. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't do any better for you than that. You should have taken care of the fucking sunglasses. Speaking of distinctive Shadowloo fashion choices, join me next time for a sartorial subtlety much higher up on the Shadowloo pyramid on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, 
is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>